Welcome to Vicious Whispers with Mark Tullius, your source for horror, sci-fi, suspense, and all things violent. Hey, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for joining me today on Vicious Whispers with Mark Tullius. Today, we have episode 163. At the end of the episode, I will read the last two scenes from Grandma's house. That's right. We are finally finishing with this thing. I double-checked. Definitely finishing it today. It goes back to full price on June 1st. It will be $3.99, I believe. Right now, you can still get it for $0.99 cents on Kindle. So hopefully, you guys have enjoyed that. And yeah, the other trying not to die. I think they're a lot of fun. The other ones are being developed now. John Palsano just told me he's almost done with the Survivor, like the main story of the Western. So that'd be really cool to dive back into. I'll probably get back on that this week. Taking a little break from Death Fest. All I've been working on is our fucked up little family. Not my fucked up little family. I have a wonderful family. Our fucked up little family, the book. I've been working on that. Talk about that in a bit. But first, I want to thank you guys for all the incredible uh, well wishes, prayers, thoughts that have been going out to my wife and daughter because of, they had COVID, positive for COVID. And so, yeah, whether it's through email or messages or social media, whatever, a lot of people have been thinking of them. And I just want to say that shit hasn't helped at all. So just don't even do it. No, they are still positive. But I do appreciate all the well wishes. It means a lot. It really does. I'm just messing around, um, talking shit, but it does mean a lot. So thank you guys. All interactions, not all interactions, but one-on-one -on -one interactions do mean a lot to me. I was thinking about that today, but having some really cool emails with Christina from Canada, the Italian lady, she had responded with a really thoughtful email about, uh, in response to my newsletter. I responded back and then she had another cool one and like, those are super cool. And she, she was thanking me for responding, but I just want to let everyone know, like, that's what I enjoy. I enjoy learning about other people, interacting with other people. So whether it's emails like that, whether it's messages on social media, whether it is on podcasts or just talking on the street, uh, like this morning I had an awesome podcast with Deborah Dobbs from Slay the Stigma. That was really cool. She had discovered me through Derek, the demon book review of womb. So really, really random, but we talked about all about traumatic brain injuries, the TBI or CTE book, really cool conversation. Her daughter does jujitsu. She's a couple of years older than my daughter. My daughter does jujitsu, just a lot of cool things. So it's not the fact that I was on a podcast or anything else, it doesn't matter whether or not I've been recorded, it's just fun and I don't know, motivating to speak with another person about deep shit instead of just some small talk about how the Dodgers did or whether like, I don't give a shit about any of that. But if you want to talk about stuff and share your experiences and listen to mine, then that's awesome. So thank you to everyone that does that and gives that to me, whether it's through emails or whatever. The other thing, thank you to Pamela and she has two really cool emails today both reviews of books. She's been awesome. Her, Emily Haynes, there's so many awesome, but today was Pamela Ann coming in with review of, I think, Pandemic and Messiah. So thank you very much for those. Reviews are huge guys, especially for tiny little independent authors like myself. So if you read or hear something that you enjoyed, it would help incredibly to leave a review or even a rating and to share it recommend it, whatever. 
So that is always super appreciated, especially because I am not very good at doing all that stuff myself. I was like, yeah, I can create content, but then I don't do much with it. So I could only do so much. I'll leave the sharing to you guys. Please, please, please. And subscribe, like all that kind of stuff. You guys know what to do. Just hook me up. Come on, come on. So what else is going on? So besides my wife and daughter still being sick, which fucking really sucks for them. Fortunately, my daughter hasn't been too bad. It sucks that she's missing out on so much in the school and everything else. She's been handling it well. She's been practicing her singing, her piano, bass. So she's been taking time. She's been getting a lot of reading in. She's been doing well with it. My wife is still kicking ass at work and everything, even though her symptoms have been pretty terrible. She's been really nauseous and like she'd been feeling better. The last two days have been bad. So it's, it's going on, I think, shit, at least. It's almost two weeks. So my son and I are still not sick. We've been camped out. I don't know why we're not sleeping in his bed. His bed is upstairs. My wife and daughter are both upstairs. So I like, I think in our head, we're like, okay, COVID's upstairs. So let's stay down low. So we're down on the floor. We're camped out. He's really enjoying it. We are doing a lot of cool stuff. We've made this very splendid, very positive. He's very affectionate with his mom. So I, and I'm affectionate with him too, but I just got even more of that. Every night we're going outside to eat as a family. And then he goes, we go into the pool, we swim. We have a lot of fun. He's been working really hard on how far he can swim, how long he can hold his breath. We've been doing a lot of water polo type stuff. So that's really cool. He's been also at nighttime after everything else, we might play a little bit of Fortnite together, something like that. And then we, he starts drawing while I put on my yoga. I started doing yoga at night. Part of it is for him. So it's a. Inner Dimensions has a program called Sleep Well. I believe it's a 30-day program. Each session is designed to help you sleep better. And they're 30 minutes long. I've only done the last two days. Tonight will be day three. But it's really cool messages. It's relaxing. I tell my son, if he's not doing the yoga with me, if he's doing his drawing right next to me, I ask him just to do the breathing through his nose. And because I know how much of that alone will help. Plus, he's getting all these positive messages. So... That's been super cool. Yeah, we've been sleeping together every night. And yeah, it's been a, been a positive thing because it could be scary. You know, all the stories that they hear. And he's super bummed because he wanted his mom to go to open house tonight more than anything. That was probably the most devastating thing for him. Two days ago, he told me, he's like, oh my gosh. He's like, well, I'm not going to be able to go to my back to school. And he was just devastated. So I promise that I will take photos. I will film it. Mom will get to see it all. Just like she had to miss my daughter's performance. So that's the kind of stuff that sucks. But again, I don't even like talking about this stuff because of all the people that have really, really suffered from COVID from like Christina, her, her mom died. And that, so all the, all the people that have lost family members that have, you know, really suffered through it, that are dealing with long-term effects of COVID. So I don't want to make light of it. Almost didn't even mention it, but it's something that is going on and we just got to deal with it. Hopefully it will be over soon. All right, let's move on on the writing front. Very excited about our fucked up little family. It's coming along nicely. And that's with me being in this place where, you know, I'm not able to really, I can't write at night because that's just my son time. So I'm trying to get whatever I can done during the day. What that involved this week was looking at chapters two, three, and four, and really figuring out these next two characters, David and Machine, and then the fourth 
chapter is Father Tom again, but I figured him out a little bit better. Had to see what his relationship was like with his mom, with his secretary. Probably a little kinky there. And, you know, how the brothers feel about each other. There are so many things that are coming to me as I go further with it. The third chapter with Machine, that one is really disturbing. I had some really disgusting revelations and those I, I knew the scene started with he's holding a severed arm but i didn't know what he was going to do with that arm and it's pretty disgusting and i was like once i saw it I, you can't unsee it and now i'm going to have to like really write it and really try to experience it but not physically but it's going to you know that's where you have to put your mind you have to visualize it other things i was like now I want to talk to a tattoo artist. I almost wrote to a couple of my friends that do tattoos. But I was like, this is such a strange message to send them that I want to see which of them would be down to be like my expert tattoo artist. Uh, because I have questions on tattooing a little baby. How long would it, like, what would it do? I've been looking up, like my research history this week has been on the long-term effects of being heavily tattooed, you know, dangers of being heavily tattooed at what age you can get tattooed just the risk involved i'm trying to figure out what because this machine looks like a machine it's been tattooed to resemble a machine and this tattoo we started at a very young age to also you know build up his pain tolerance and and all that so i need to find the right tattoo artist to answer those kinds of tough questions but that's easy stuff the other thing that was super cool so Besides really filling out chapters two, three, and four, like if they still have to be flesh out, I would say probably like three or four days on each of those. I could probably knock them out, maybe take a little bit longer, but I think in two weeks I could finish these three chapters, which would be awesome. Uh, because these are the hardest chapters too. These are the chapters where, because this is a time where I have to figure out everything about these characters i know what happens and so it's so much easier to write everything after you know the character so that is what's going on now i'm feeling really good about it yeah it's coming along nicely so still going to be very very disgusting and whatever i might lose some fans but i will make some new ones another interesting thing that developed i had been really bummed about losing certain scenes and uh, the original version blank slate it was going to be third person and so i was able to show the development of machine what this dad did to his son in order to turn him into this thing that's just monstrosity that's destroying people it's just awful and just no morals whatsoever he's been trained to kill from the very like the earliest age he's been tattooed as a baby he's been modified he's so just terrible and he's never left his backyard and room so his room and his back room surgery room cleanup room and backyard that's his entire life so 20 years so but in this new version because it is first person i cannot show those scenes like he unless they were flashbacks like if he's thinking back that could kind of work but i don't want flashbacks in this book if they're, if I'm going to have any flashbacks, they're going to be very small. The way this is set up, it just won't work. Other books I've done tons and tons of flashbacks, like probably too many, but this one will not be like that. So I'm left with all these scenes. I'm like, well, fuck, I just, how do I let the readers know all this stuff that happened to him to kind of explain his character and to show just how evil his father was 
And one idea was like in the original book too, at the very end, they discover all these, you know, all the footage of this going on because the dad is proud of what he did and he documented it all. Lots of it was like experiments and he's trying to design the ultimate killer. And so I was like, okay, well, you could see some, but at that point in the story, I don't want to go backwards and show all that. And it wouldn't have as big of a feel. So I realized, oh, it's just its own separate thing. I'll put out, I don't know what it would be called, but probably something like manufacturing the machine or manufacturing a machine or something like that. But it will definitely be tied to it. So there's not going to really be any kind of story arc to it. It's just going to be messed up. I don't know if it will just be supplemental material that will be for my newsletter or if I'll put it out on not sure what's going to happen with it or how it will be developed, but I just think it's cool that it can be developed. I'm excited about figuring out the right format and yeah, but it'd be pretty sad. Feel bad for this kid. Hopefully you will too when he's killing other people, but realizing you ain't have much of a choice. All right. So I'm going to get to that, that and taking care of my family. I think I've talked enough today because now it's time to read. Still got to talk to read against goddamn. Unless I'm reading to myself. Speaking of reading to myself, I'm almost done with Ghostland. I, <laughs> I think I have, I don't know, it's like 70 pages. I'll be done with it soon. I haven't been doing much reading, but I asked my daughter, I'm like, hey, I said, Ghostland has some pretty disgusting stuff in it. I said, have you read that kind of stuff before? Just curious. And she's like, yeah. But so I was kind of surprised at first. I'm like, Damn, I was like, I just gave my daughter a book where a nun eats a penis. <laughs> but whatever. Anyhow, that's what I'm reading. You can pick it up now, 99 cents. I thought it was pretty cool. I'm still reading it. I'm enjoying it. Really looking forward to two and three. I'm also, disclaimer, writing Trying to Die in Ghostland. So I have to say I like it, but I really do like it. I think you guys should know by now that I'm enjoying Duncan's uh, writing style. All right, guys. So with this, Let's get to my shit. Forget other people's books. All right. Last week. Here it is. The car is still at least 30 feet away when the torpions focus their glare on us. Or rather, my torch. The stare down only lasts a second before they charge. All right. Our choices were throw the torch to distract them or use the torch to fight them. Mm, fight these sons of bitches. I step between the charging torpions and Sam, who's about to collapse. I swing the flaming rod wildly in their direction, creating long blue arcs, sort of a force field to protect us, or so I hope. Come on, we have to keep going, I say. The car isn't all that far. We keep moving towards it. Sam's grabbing the back of my shirt. I hear her feet shuffling. She starts to fall, but I swing my arm back and keep her up. Tim growls and moves to my side. Stay behind me, I tell him. But Tim clearly wants to protect us. The torpions fan out. Tim rears back, ready to attack. The first wave charges in and Tim leaps into the fray, flinging creatures and snapping spines. There are too many. He continues to fight on his knees. I swing the blue flame and hold the second wave back, but only a little. They're spreading out to surround us. David, Sam says into the back of my shirt. It's okay. Now, I'm going to give you the key and I need you to get to the car. I, I can't. Yes, you can. Now take it. I keep swinging with one hand while the other forces the key into Sam's tiny fingers. I want to stay with you. I'll be right behind you. I take a deep breath. Now go. I step to the right and cut off the torpions. I hack through a dozen. They burst into flames and cry out into the night. Others swarm. 
but I run around to the other side of the car. I hear the key hitting the lock. Sam can't get it to fit. I see a torpion stalking her from behind. I run, but the car is between us now. I climb over the hood. Torpions smack into the passenger door as they miss my legs. I jump off the hood and pummel the stalking torpion with a flame. The creature squeals and Sam finally unlocks the car. I push her inside and slide behind the wheel. I shut the door and take the keys. I'm about to start the car when I hear gnashing. The key slips into the ignition. I start to flick it forward when I'm overwhelmed by the smell of gas. The torpions must have chewed through the gas line. The engine starts and there's a tiny bit of silence. I think maybe we're okay, that we're going to make it. I can already picture us driving down the mountain. The explosion shakes everything. Fire engulfs the car. Flames tickle the windows and I see the top of Grandpa's house. I realize we're actually off the ground. It's strangely beautiful, hovering here above the earth. Then we slam down and the windows shatter. The fire melts the skin right off our bones. Oops. All right. So that wasn't the right answer. Let's go with the correct answer which was, I think, distract them or something like that. We shall find out right now. Here's what you should have done. I fling the torch towards the herd of torpions, and I watch it flip end over end. The bright, blazing tip cracks against the dry earth, and fire spreads among the leaves. The torpions freeze and stare at the flames. We're ten feet from the car. I'm trying to get the key ready. My hands are cold and numb, and I almost dropped the keys. Tim is already at the car. I catch up, fumble the key around the lock. I don't have to look up. I hear the torpions coming. The key goes in. The torpions are almost on us. David. I turn the key right. Nothing. I turn it left. The torpions are less than 20 feet away. The lock turns. I throw open the door. Hit on lock. Tim and Sam get into the back. I'm starting the ignition before I even shut the door. I drop it into drive. Take off. A torpion leaps and smacks off the windshield. Another cracks off the side view mirror. I spin the wheel hard, try to get us back on the driveway. My door's still open. A torpion snags the bottom of my seat. It's trying to crawl in. I see its beady eyes and all I hear is the hiss when I cut right. The door finally slams shut and lops off its head. I'm on the road again and gunning the car as fast as it can go. I hear a torpion on the roof, but I'm not about to try and shake it off. Everything is so dark. I haven't turned on the headlights. I fumble around and turn on the wipers, then the blinker. Finally, the lights carve through the darkness, and I see how close we are to the edge of the mountain. I slam the brakes, realizing we're going to fly off the edge. The torpion shoots off the roof and soars over the cliff. I hope there aren't any more. I don't hear anything. I'm shaking, but I manage to slip into reverse and back the car away from the edge of the cliff. There aren't any turnoffs or forks in the road, so I figure it's either up or down. I point the car towards the bottom and keep it moving fast but steady, even over potholes and bumps. When we get to a blinking yellow stoplight, I roll on through. Sam has found a water bottle in the back, and she's guzzling it so fast I think most of us just soak in her clothes. Tim's snorts and snarls are getting a little softer, more human, or maybe I'm just getting used to them. I still don't know how this beast could possibly be my brother, but if it is, I understand why my grandparents kept it hidden from mom and dad. The highway is just up ahead. It says we can go east or west from here, but I don't know where either leads. I have no idea what we're going to do next or where we're going to live or how we're going to even survive, but I have the will and the decision is mine. That end. Sounds kind of confident. Well, David, got some bad news for you. In a couple of seconds, shit is about to hit the fan.
maybe not seconds, maybe it's more like a minute. I forget. And it might change because trying to die back at grandma's house is being rewritten. Well, it's being co-written right now by Anthony Spock. He was a co-author on Trent at Grandma's house. I gave him my 5,000 words or so with it all plotted out, what I thought the story was, uh, different ideas. He's doing his pass on everything, and he should have it back to me shortly. So I will have that to work on. I will have uh, Palisano's Trying to Die in the Wild West. I will also need to get back to work on Trying to Die at Death Fest. Pretty soon I should have Trying to Die at Summer Camp from Caitlin. Evan might pop in with Trying to Die in the Dark Fairy Tale. And I will be working on our fucked up little family in the meantime. Thank you once again for watching, for listening, for whatever you're doing. Subscribing, sharing, telling your friends, leaving reviews, all kinds of awesome shit. Or just being a really good person. That's equally as important. Maybe even more so.